Check your ball. Yeah, Bobby, Christine, and Lynn are in the back. on Twitter about how playing on stream feels like to me sometimes as going out versus hanging out. And you pose some questions or some feelings about that too, like thoughts about like when you're playing commander with friends, whether it's like going out or hanging out. Yeah, like there's a difference between going out and hanging out when you right. play commander on spell table. Yeah. And I found that a big a lot of the time that difference is on whether stream or not I'm for me. I'm live, right? Yeah. Live on stream, right. Yeah. So I was wondering if whether you're live or not has a difference for you. Oh, it does. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm asked to go on a stream on someone's stream, I oftentimes consider that I don't think of it as hanging I mean, I definitely think about it as hanging out, but it's not, right? It's hanging out. I'm not changing my behavior in some way it, dramatically. I, mm -hmm. I, I, oh, I guess that's a lie, right? I guess what I'm thinking about is like, we're trying to make each other laugh and we're trying to engage with one another, one another. So I don't think of it as like, um, I think of it as like a performance for one another. So when a lot of times we think about the performance, we oftentimes think about, you know, it being done for someone else. But my time spent hanging out with people in like the improv community and like friends, you know, we just kind of improvise with one another. We did right. it to make each other laugh. You know, we did role playing games to make each other laugh. We did games to make each other laugh and sort of engage with yeah. one another and to um, play or poke fun at one another. And that is, you know, try to create a connection in whatever way we do. And so when I think about magic over spell table, that's difficult. And when I... I, when I'm hanging out is definitely, I don't, it means that we don't, ha we're not trying for that. We're not trying to engage as much. We're just trying to exist next to one another. And I mistakenly mm -hmm. sort of thought most people on spell table, if they're streaming a game, they're wanting, you know, a, a going out. Like we're trying to make each other laugh. We're really engaging and listening to each other's plays and the words we're saying. When a lot of times it feels like people are, you know, there for the game. The game is the focus, not the people and the sure. connection so much. Yeah, even on some live shows, I, I find that energy, which is which is surprising to me because on a personal level, I I enjoy the hanging out energy. I, I enjoy when it's just kind of about the game. When I don't have when it's there's no performance, I can really enjoy those kind of games. A lot of the times, it would be like specifically what I'm looking for. But if I'm looking for that, I'm not going live with it. Going live for me implies the performance. I'm there for the audience and I'm there to provide something to people. And that kind of obligation is not on when I just want to have a hanging out game. Like mm -hmm. it's it's all right if it's a little more about like me and like if I'm if I get like kind of distracted or lose like focus on something like that's OK because <laughs> we're just hanging out, you know. Right, but right, exactly. I enjoy that kind of energy, but essentially I do my best not to take it live because it's not entertaining in my opinion. Mm -hmm. We're just casual, we're cozy, you know, <laughs> we're all looking for those words to describe what those uh -huh. experiences are, but I'm not sure what those are exactly. Chill, casual, yeah. cozy. We're, we, you know, we may not have it exactly, but this distinction of hanging out versus uh, going out, I think is very helpful. And I'm going to try and, 
promote it, try and like uh, get it permeated a little bit until we find something more accurate and more useful. Because I, because I now know, because I've like thought of this distinction between the two, I now know like if I'm in the mood to play magic, that's that's mm-hmm. like uh, that's like the top of the umbrella, and then there's underneath that. Am I in the mood to go out and play magic, or am I in the mood to hang out and play magic? That's another like huge one. And there's there there might even be some streams where like I can only like I should only play on that stream if I feel like hanging out because if I feel mm-hmm. like going out, then I'm gonna bring a different energy than the host is trying to manifest. I might end up being like a little too belligerent or like too like chatty or like maybe I'll get annoying. I don't know. Like I'll be insecure. Maybe, the fact that I'll be like insecure about it and thinking about like am I being too much means like I wanted to go out and play magic that night and I should come on this stream if i want to hang out and play magic mm-hmm. like i know on a personal level i can like change my behaviors and like pick more effectively the pods that i'm in based on how i feel of one of the two i've been on scrap trawlers and i know that now based on watching a bunch of scrap trawlers i realized like the episode that we were in you and me and with gorax when i met gorax for the first time oh. Yeah. <laughs> I met Gorexo the first time on that stream. And uh-huh. and that was a very chatty stream. That was like two and a half hours of Andy playing sound effects to <laughs> Deanna and you and me playing Magic the Gathering in a you know, with these budget oh. decks that were going on. So that sounds like a lovely little group. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was a chatty group, but it was very. It was so different than what I usually get when I go to scrap trawlers. You know what I mean? It's like let's right. go into the let's go into the tank. Let's play some music. That's part of the show, right? The tank is kind of the content, the sort of thoughtful <laughs> play that will proceed from the masterwork of genius. You know, of the next play on that <laughs> that person makes. And I'm someone that's like, yeah, I'm like, I just want to giggle and laugh, and I don't care because after I'm... a while. I, want I feel silliness. like a key ingredient. I feel like a very key ingredient to bringing a little bit of that. We're just can we just like we're just gonna giggle a little bit. Let's just giggle a little bit about it. Like right. let's just make jokes. Let's have fun. Like <laughs> Gorex is someone that makes it fun for me. I met Gorex that night across the battlefield. And I fell in love. I was so envious of your Gorexa Tomb Shell deck. So I made a Gorexa <laughs> Tomb Shell deck. I made one. Um, yes. I don't know if I've ever had anybody do that before. <laughs> I had oh. just had a commander and I inspired them to make one. I'm so I'm so honored. <laughs> like, well, you deserve you and Gorix deserve it. You just look like you were having so much fun in that game. Um and so I wanted to make one. And I really actually I super enjoyed the thought process of picking a Gorex, like putting together a Gorex stack. Because I think when we think about going out and Hanging out, there's also that thought of like how certain commanders like Dargo or certain cards can really have a high end cap of in terms of their power and effectiveness on the battlefield. And I think Gorex sets the tone that you are not going to like combo out the table um, mm-hmm. when when seated across from Gorex. Like, it would I... be surprising if you died to Gorex CDH deck <laughs> or something like that, right? Like, right. a pub I stomper will... running around with Gorex. <laughs> uh, I will take my Gorex deck if I'm going out or if I'm hanging out. E- I'll, I'll take him on either page. But mm-hmm. ultimately, my Gorex deck is trying to hang out with you. <laughs> right. 
It wants to give you a little something to look at, a little something to deal with. A big right. turtle and his and his shambling, stinky little horde to to be a problem for you, but not to be the end of you. You know. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be a little blunt about it, he's not Wilhelm or Verena. Right. Because <laughs> I love zombies. I really do, and I I was like, super excited when I saw the Wilhelm precon, and then I bought it, and then I built it. And I tried not to put in an altar, but I put in a relentless dead. And I still was like not going infinite, but I was going near infinite and just like slowly destroying the table. And it never felt right. And then I started sitting down at the tables and people not groaned, but knew what was in store for them. <laughs> you know, because I was like, I'm not going to do rooftop storm. I'm not going to do grave crawler. I'm going to use this relentless dead and, and Gary to kind of win. But it just was kind of slower and clunkier. And it was almost mm-hmm. like more frustrating for the table that I was trying to kill them in this way versus like the just cleaner way that I could have done it the whole time. So Gorex is a treat in the sense that I get to play some fun zombie cards and play some of my favorite things. I'm I'm guilty of those groans like that that those with the that moment you had Wilhelm before you found the truth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, I'm guilty of those groans. I've actually uh, I played against a player who ha- brought Wilhelm out, and I made some ha- too harsh assumptions about where their deck was going to go with it, and I dealt with their resources early on. Yeah, in a way that I did not have to, and in a way that made them essentially not get to play. <laughs> because yes. I made some I made assumptions based off two things. This player was playing Wilhelm. This player casted a vampiric tutor. So I was just like, we're all dead. That's just like, yeah, we're right. all going to die. So I'm going to deal with this. Yeah. I am never going to be so terrified off of two cards when I'm fighting a Gorex deck. I will mostly just be delighted. <laughs> we have uh, Community Day on Wednesday. So this Wednesday, yes. you're bringing your Gorex. I bring my Gorex. While we're at it, while we're doing our community day in the Bobby Christine Lobby Christine Discord every single Wednesday, we should see if anybody has a turtle deck. You're saying this Wednesday, turtle decks get priority for the queue. Yes, yeah, that's right. Priority for the queue. <laughs> I think it was fun in building the Gorex deck was that dealing with this like high CMV commander, he's eight, you know, six, two black. Um, and finding eight. Yeah, and then finding some bulk picks that really supported him. And one of my favorites was Morbid Curiosity. One black black sorcery as an additional cost to cast Morbid Curiosity, sacrifice an artifact or creature, right? So I'm imagining Gorx is on the battlefield and it says, draw cards equal to the converted mana value of the sacrifice permanent. Oh! <laughs> That's genius. And I know that I would not have like run across that or come across that. When I look at Gorex, I'm like zombie turtle and that's it. That's all my brain wants and all it yeah. needs. You were like, that is an eight CMC. Hmm. <laughs> right. And you're right. It's an enormous CMC and there's absolutely more curiosity is perfect for that. <laughs> yeah, it seemed like I'm going to have this turtle and if the game is going right, I'm going to eventually have shaken the turtle for all its little zombie you know, creations inside of it and and spilled them all back into my hand. And I thought the turtle is going to be worthless to me. 
and then I will have to sacrifice it. And that would be like the perfect way to do it, I thought in my head, was to <laughs> sacrifice it and get draw eight cards. Thank you very much. <laughs> you know, thank you. I feel like you so. fill Gorex up. Like, he's your piggy bank. Like, your, your yeah. turtle zombie piggy bank. You fill him up with zombies and, like, you shake them and you get a couple things out. And then you're like, all right, this. And then you've emptied it for the most part. But there's still more in there. And that's when you morbid curiosity. You just smash the piggy bank. <laughs> Sprinkling them all the body splat splat <laughs> onto their ground. Yeah. My bold pick is loyal subordinate. Uh mm. this is a three one menace zombie. Which alone as like the power level that I'm at, that's pretty sweet for me. Like I'm not like that's not all I'm trying to get out of a thing, but still that right. is still pretty sweet for me. A three a three one evasion body with the zombie type on it. The secret is the lieutenant ability. It's not much of a secret, it's right there on the card. <laughs> <laughs> At the beginning of combat on your turn, if you control your commander, each opponent loses three life. So, of course, I'm going to have Gorex out. And at that point, essentially, you pay three mana to deal nine damage, which seems absurd to me. And if this card makes it another round, if this card makes it two combat phases, that's three mana to cause 18 loss of life, which feels bananas to me. Like, it feels yeah. really, really 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 strong and then i'm, I'm buffing my zombies and he's a zombie and then i get that menace punch in and he's doing a little extra work on top of it all <laughs> yes i have used him to great effect in my florian deck and i have i have won games just having <laughs> that on the battlefield loyal subordinate is a great thing that menace too on the body is super great because you're right more times than you can count you're like yeah i get to swing in for a little three extra poke for sure so it's that sneaky loss of life mm -hmm. instead of damage I hear you. It makes sense. Loss of Life 2 gets around Sarah's Emissary. You know, those cards that are like, you can't take damage or, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like from creatures or something like that. It like works uh, because protection doesn't stop loss of life. And the Morbid Curiosity has got to be like one more sneaky thing to do with that 8 scene. Oh, scene. yeah, there is. Um, there's one more thing you can do with it, which is um, Soldevi uh, Adnati, the Soldevi oh. Adnati. It's one in a black, it's a cleric, that's a one, two. Sacrifice, activate, sacrifice a black or artifact creature to add an amount of black mana equal to the creature's <gasps> converted mana value um, to your uh -huh. mana pool. Now, so with that eight mana, I would sink it into dread summons. What would you sink it into? Oh, dread summons? That would be so good. <laughs> Good. That's oh, totally I what I was <gasps> Oh, I want that card in my deck. The Dread Summons <laughs> would be super. Yeah, Dread Summon. That's it. That would be perfect because, right, you're sacrificing, you're sacrificing Gorex, and then you're making more food for him, right? Like making all these creatures on the battlefield and then making all this food for him. I think that's a great idea, Bobby Christine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you're right. I didn't think about it. I was like. Kind of just seeing if I could do the mana. Um, uh, my other thought was like taking a nihilistic point of nice. view and I was going to put into a killing wave and killing wave is <laughs> X and black for each creature. It's controller sacrifices it unless he or she pays X life. And so my thought was like, damn it all, you know, and you're just like, make, make everyone pay eight life if they want to keep any one of their creatures on the I battlefield. It. So it was kind of like, if I'm going to lose my turtle, you're going to lose everything. I don't care about my board. 
I want them all uh-huh. to die because I'm just going to feed them to Gorex and bring Gorex back. They'll be I precious get... with their permanence too. They're just going to they're just going to take damage. Some of them will, but eight, you know, they're if you get it up to like life. eight, <laughs> yeah, seven, six damage, seven, six or eight damage or something like that, it could be a lot. So mm-hmm. I pictured that, but however, I am very much interested in a dread summons now. That would be Jeez. the move. I'm going to make some, <laughs> I'll make some changes tonight. So I think a dread summons is a great, like I had this moment picturing Gorax from being born, you know, cast the first time when it eats its graveyard full of delightful treats to the moment that it dies you know when i sacrifice it out of morbid curiosity um one such thought and this is where i don't think it's going to happen but i like to put some sort of you know fun moments within a deck and the keen duelist is in the deck for that reason so the keen duelist is one in a black it's a 2-2 human wizard at the beginning of your upkeep you and target opponent each reveal the top card of your library so you you know show each other your top cards and you each lose life equal to the mana value of the card revealed by the other player so you know i'll lose whatever you show me and you lose whatever i show you gorex being an eight body like cmv <laughs> my thought was like at some point he may end up in the graveyard, right? If I'm holding in my hand a mortuary mire or a foot bottom feast, mm-hmm. you know, my thought is at some point I'd be like, you destroyed Gorax. The keen duelist is sitting out there and I would manipulate my top deck so that Gorax would be on the top, just smack someone for eight in the face. And <laughs> I think the card is great i think it's great to draw a card i think it's good in commander for flavor um but that's like a little side quest i'm hoping for to happen with the keen duelist that's beautiful i really like the idea of gorex being able to go to the graveyard and still be useful Mm -hmm. you can like pay it off with like these anime siblings like master of the turtle like hanging out on his shell like coming out of nowhere (laughs) slinging him at you for eight damage (laughs) right Right. As we were joking before, it. like bullies picking. I still love the thought of like the bullies picking on them and like, we're going to get our turtle. And they're like, this these kids are so idiots. All they've got is a turtle to defend them. Whatever. We'll meet you after school. And then they meet after school and there's Gorax, like this sky darkens and the, uh, this fetid smell. Like all you hear is the hum of flies just buzzing about, you know, in front of them. And then the kids are like, what's that smell? smell and then gorex just over the top like yeah gorex that's what you get for bullying us (laughs) exactly check your bulk is a bobby christine and lynn frank production you can find bobby christine on twitter at b-o-b-b-i-e c-h-r-i-s-t-x-n-e And you can find Lynn Frank on Twitter at Lynn V. Frank.